you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. said he'll be on here soon he said the baby woke up and he uh had to put the baby back to sleep and Hassan, i'm doing good man it is wednesday we got multiple shows today we got a box break today lock in those teams guys i'm gonna be uh messaging people who've been in the box breaks for the last couple weeks for the last couple weeks and see if they want to get into any. So <clears throat> if you want to lock in some squads, now is going to be your time. And Hassan said, how's the weather today? I mean, the sun's shining. I know it, it's probably not like super, super hot, like uh, like right as of like this second. But man, it heats up like hella quick. Right. How many days we got? How many days? How many days? Hold on. Let's see. We got, is it nine weeks? 
let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight weeks, eight weeks in a day. Let's see what that breaks down to. 57 days until the kickoff of the NFL season. Hold on. I know we got to have a good one on here. Monday Night Football theme, but that's probably the coolest one out of all of them. Um, and Hassan, so let's see. What did we do on the Silver Screen Breakdowns last week? We did Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And this week on the Silver Screen Breakdowns, we're breaking down any given Sunday to get us ready for the football season. And this is definitely one of the top uh, football movies I feel that has ever been made. My name is Lily. Lily what up stranger shout out to the who day nation yeah and every time we get the who day nation in the house we got to show off our shout out from jordan battle because it was pretty dope what's up guys i'd like to shout out alex fantasy football hustler and the 420 crew also like to let you guys know that defensive players matter too so get into the IDP league with the hustlers so you can drive players like myself. Let them know, man. Defensive players matter, man. And we make plays just as much as the offense. Woo, woo. Hell yeah. And uh, what Dennis say? All football movies from here on till the season starts, right? Yeah, except for when we're live in Vegas. We're going to do a Vegas vacation when we're there. But yeah, we got any given Sunday this week. We got the Water Boy next week. I love my mama very much. Now you know that. We got Varsity Blues the week after that. We got Necessary Roughness the week after that. That one's a hot tip to our man Stu. R.I.P. Homie. Um, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do Little Giants on the eleventh, and then uh, when we are in. When we are in Vegas, we're going to be doing Vegas vacation. And then we got two more weeks before the football season, like officially, well, two more Fridays before the football season officially starts after that. And we're going to be doing the league season two. And then the final, final one is we're going to be doing the replacements. And that is going to be uh, September 1st. So, yeah, we got one, two, three, four, five. We got seven football movies that we're going to be breaking down over the next eight weeks. It's going to be fucking dope. And uh, hey, hey, I told you Bogey would be here soon. Can you dig it, dig it sucker? Dig it, sucker. Hey, hey. <laughs> Tino, one inch at a time, Al Pacino. I mean, that might be, you know, there's a lot of great speeches in movies to get people ready to go to battle. I think that's one of the greater speeches in life. It has to be, right? 
Yeah. It's about that guy who's gonna die for that inch. <laughs> look across, look over at the guy next to you. <laughs> if he's willing to take that extra inch, pause. You know what was wild in that movie? I bet a lot of people forgot that he was he was nailing Jesse Spano in that movie. Yeah, remember? I mean, she, he wakes up, she's in the bed, right? Uh, he's the one she isn't she like she's like a hooker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that for high price call girl? I mean, she took a check. Yeah. I mean, it was a big ass check, you know, that he wrote her. I think it was like 15 two G's, you know, something like that. So she got paid very well for her half night of work. I don't even think that was a full night of work. And then he was like, I want to marry you, or like I wanna, you know, make this like official, you know, but like without the money. <laughs> That's what everybody wants to do, right? Like, I want this hooker, I want the sex, but like, you know, I just don't want to pay you. <laughs> and so of course, her answer is gonna be what every other one's is. You don't want to do that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she wasn't having it, and he felt like an old grease ball at that time. But that's exactly what he is. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he fucking with Cameron Diaz in there too? Or no, no, no. My bad. She was. She was the owner. The yeah. owner's daughter. That's yeah. right. Willie Beeman was trying to get at it though. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Sorry, Beeman. I don't date the help. Okay. <laughs> I don't date players. Could you imagine what kind of message that would send?" <laughs> and he's just got like his jock strap on and let his dick hang out like <laughs> he's trying to get in that owner he's trying to get in that owner's box yeah you know what I'm about oh yeah in that owner's box and stranger said i can hardly wait to see battle play hearing incredible things about his football mind i mean he's fucking okay i watch no college but like the film that i saw on him and branch is like these guys just instinctually are going to be like beasts in the NFL. Like, I mean, just they always seem to be in the right place at the right time. Um, Battle has a clear opportunity. Yeah. Brent Branch still got a, he still got EJ you know, Gardner Johnson and then, you know, uh, even Tracy Walker coming back from that ACL. I mean, I'm pretty sure Tracy Walker is the guy that's that's going to get overtaken sooner than later by Branch. But this could—I mean, maybe they draft him because they don't know how he's going to come back after this one. I mean, he's had yeah. a handful of injuries over. The I last mean, year. and they did pay—they did pay Tracy Walker last offseason, so that's why they're probably like, "It's a dilly of a pickle." Yeah, this is like his last chance to like stay healthy and like Branch. Like, I feel like either way, he's going to be on the field in some kind of three safety you know, set rotation just because, man, I mean, they could get – I know he's like a free safety, but he's just like the guy who we saw it on some of his college tape. I mean, he lays he lays hat hard, bro. He's For getting up little bucks. They got him going after the RBs, you know, and usually free safeties aren't that type of guy. You know, it's not usually their MO. Yeah, they're usually like they're, – they're the big playmakers. Well, and I wouldn't – I mean, not necessarily yeah, – I was just saying, no, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you – Kind of like the last line of defense. So, I mean, if it's a big play, it's usually an interception. You that's know, what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's usually like you know, you free. I think even free safety is somebody taking it to the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That motherfucker. Strong safety. I mean, I guess because you know, I mean, both of them could be big playmakers. But if we get a strong safety who's getting behind the you know, getting behind the line of scrimmage, sacking the QB, shit yeah. like that, like. 
And uh, let's see. Oh, yep. Hassan on it. Yep. That was the Booker T theme. Five times. Five, Five times. <laughs> Dennis said, I can't wait for the season. We got parlays. We got uh, Jersey merch raffles. Hell, yeah. We got start set shows. He said, we got all what we live for. Hell, yeah. We also have 55 days left until kickoff. And uh, what is this, Dennis? He said, you should break down ballers. What do you mean? Oh, the show. The show ballers. Okay, yeah. I, I really like that one. Did you ever see it? And, uh, so you know, you know how I am. <laughs> but this one doesn't even make sense. Why? Because it's The Rock? Yeah, nah, just, you know, it's like, you know, here's my, okay, here's my thing with The Rock. I don't know, I just never, like, it's, I mean, like, maybe Walking Tall is like one of, like, I, I haven't really, I don't even really watch rock movies like that. Bogey, it's 2023, okay? I used to be thinking just like you. Fuck The Rock. He needs to be wrestling. What's this idiot? No, 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 no. I, just, yeah, I like The Rock. I'm just saying, like, I don't really watch his joints like that. Like, I, like, I'm Walking Tall is probably, like, the last rock movie I watched. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was in, like, 2005. Yeah, I can't really think years of the rock. Like, what? Hit me with something. 18 years later, Bogey. I know you've never seen any Fast and the Furiouses. That's why. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's why I hate it. <laughs> For sure, that's why. Yeah, I just thought of it right there. <laughs> they dropped the car out of the sky. Hey, but that wasn't him, though. Like, he I'm was. Just saying, I'm, this is what goes on in these movies. The, the rock was. Oh, uh, is it true? They dropped the car into space. And see, I didn't see that one either. It's like, when, when he came in. What about a spaceship? When the rock came in. Was it a Tesla? Did they I, drop a Tesla in the, in space? I know nothing about the space okay. stuff. I can't even help there. But when he came out, uh, they got him in there. Like the storyline of him is he's like, he, he's like the most, right? gangster, he's the most gangster bounty hunter in like the world. Oh, he's a bounty hunter. Okay, tell me more. All yeah. Right. Oh, he's uh. He does know. this for money. Go. Oh, yeah, for sure. He does. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And he's uh, he's set up to chase uh, Vin Diesel and all them when they go. Oh, down to, wait, wait. I really like him now. They go down to Brazil. Does he uh, kill? Hey, listen, man. Anyone who wants to kill Vin Diesel, bro, is all right <laughs> in my book. Well, he didn't want to kill him. He he uh he, his orders were to bring him back in alive. Did he like the cut of his jib? He hated him. See? He was like, your name just came across my desk, Toretto. I don't give a shit what you got to say. <laughs> and the conversation went like this. Look, Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Vin Diesel hates The Rock. <laughs> Man, come on. I got to stand up with two apple crates just to stand next to him. Wait a second. Cut, cut, cut. Where are my crates? But you know where it gets real gangster with the Rockets? The Rock and one other person. It's like two of them, you know, who are like the bounty hunters going down there trying to get Vin Diesel and Paul Walker and all them. And uh, they, they pretty much let it be known where they're about to be at. They're having like a big-ass party. And the Rock rolls up, him and the girl, and uh, they come to get uh, – Come to get Vin Diesel, and it's almost like in the first one. We ain't in your hood. You know, you better watch who you're talking to type thing. And he was like, Toretto, I'm taking you in. And he was like, I think you forgot where you are. 
this ain't America. This is Brazil. And there's like a hundred motherfuckers there just pull out the straps. <laughs> the Rock wasn't doing nothing in that moment. <laughs> so I got to cut, shout out to my cousin Mel, right? She, um, she's a way better person than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, uh, she's, uh, like she worked for, um, salute Derek. What up? Salute. She, she did, uh, what's like social work. Like, so, you know, um, and real quick, what up, Chris? Thanks for getting back. And they said, I have a question for dynasty. Throw it in, bro. Throw oh, is in. that Chris? <laughs> is that Chris up from Wisconsin? No, 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 no. This is Chris. This is uh, Chris Brooks, Garth Brooks' son. Oh, what up, man? Hey, your dad owes me some money, man. <laughs> you know, I wrote that song. <laughs> it was called. It was called Achy ba- Achy Breaky Ticker. <laughs> and he took that shit and changed it to heart, and he never looked back. I want my cut. <laughs> Achy breaky ticker was about to be a hit. Yeah. Anyways, um, that my cousin Mel, right? She she worked down in Rio, uh, Rio, you know, Rio de Janeiro, uh, down there in in Brazil. And um, you ever seen that movie City of God? You know what? I've seen some of it, but it's uh, a lot. Most of it's in Spanish, right? And I think that's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, or isn't it like Portuguese? It, it might be. I, I forget yeah, where because they're in Brazil, right? Yeah, but, but listen, I, I remember watching this with the jacket because we're in a studio and then uh, they were talking about this movie and then the dude was like, I think it's on whatever the fuck, uh, and he pulled it up. And then they were watching it. I was like, this shit, hella gangster. I wouldn't read nothing. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what the, <laughs> the plot yeah. line was, but it was some little kids with guns and shit, bro. But yeah. That shit was hard. Anyways, my so that was the old at that and and real and um you know the big shit they have in Rio every year the, the 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 carnival right right um outside of that that's the only my only understanding of Rio my cousin goes there she's a social worker and she was one of those ones like she get she was part of the organization they send you there and she was dealing with human trafficking okay because down there what they would do is like like they would they would uh. You know the angel's breath, uh, devil's breath. Yeah, yeah. There, there was there was women that were using that, and then they fucking you know that you, all your inhibitions or your whatever the fuck it called, whatever uh, what is it? They they control your uh, yeah. conscious or yeah. whatever. And they just tell you what to do. Hey, take me back to your apartment and uh, give me all your stuff and uh, empty out your accounts. And then like, you know what right. I mean? So like, and it happened to one of her partners, right? Uh-huh. So like. Here they are. They're fucking, you know. They're 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 working with like local law enforcement, and they're you know, there's like a fucking human trafficking ring that they're investigating, and then he gets kidnapped, bro. Yeah, and held for ransom and shit. Yeah, you know, so like she gets sent back to America and all this. You know what I mean? When when she was telling me these stories of how it goes down, I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, how much do they pay you? She's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you really are a better person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, ballers. He said ballers predicted the Raiders moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, one of the storylines was uh, before they even broke ground. You know, on the on Raiders moving to Vegas, <laughs> like anything, they were they were in Las Vegas talking about areas where they were going to get the stadium going and all that kind of shit. 
And it was funny. One of the last things that he did was he became part owner of the Chiefs and he made Patrick Mahomes the highest paid player ever. <laughs> I can't remember what they said, but this is like shit when Patrick Mahomes is still like a rookie or like a second year, some shit like that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So The Rock in that one, he's a, he's an ex-sports. He's an ex-Dallas. Uh, uh, Dallas. He's an ex-Miami Dolphins um, football player. And he is so, now, oh, it's fit, now, yeah, obviously it's fictional. And he's now, I never, I never knew what Ballers was. I just knew it was like a show that Rock was. I didn't know if he was on it. I didn't know the you know what I mean. I, the reason why I fucked with Ballers right away, not just because of the Rock, but uh, the guy, it was one of the main writers of Entourage who was doing that show. Oh, okay. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. The well, and the cool thing about um, the cool thing about Ballers is they actually have like likeness from the NFL. So, like, they're actually talking, you know, it's not like any given Sunday where they're talking about fake teams and shit. Yeah, the Miami Sharks. Yeah, they're actually talking about real teams, and there's a shitload of real players that are in it doing cameos. Like, yeah, so they do, so it's like, they do like, a, like a loosely based, like, a, like, well, not even loosely based, straight fictional, but they, they, they have, a, they use uh, real names. Yeah. Historic, historic Terrell figures. Suggs. Terrell Suggs is in there. He's one of like the guys who like makes like multiple appearances in there. You remember Dennis Pitta? Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh I remember when I was playing fantasy and I started watching, you know, like I would when I got into fantasy after 2013, I'm consuming everything as possible content before I even know there's like podcasts and stuff like that. And I remember like getting hooked on that the NFL top one hundred, right? You know, voted on by their peers, right? And I remember it was Terrell Suggs, right? Because Dennis Pitta was on the list. And you know, you know, you have different people talking about Dennis Pitta and then there's Terrell Suggs. He's like, he's American Express. You never leave home without it. I never knew what that I don't never got the reference, but like, and I just remember like, oh, okay. And I just I've have I would always back up Dennis Pitta with uh Vernon. I mean, I've always back Vernon Davis with him. You know what I mean? Just like I need another tight end late, you know what I mean? Oh, Dennis Pitter, like people forget about him. You know? He was balling like 2014 and 15. Yeah, and one of the uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Denzel Washington's son is uh, one of the main characters in that movie too. His uh, his son plays what is it? Ricky Ricky Jarrett, I think, is his name, and he's, uh, he's like the star wide receiver from the Dolphins when he when he starts off. Because all this all this takes place in Miami. Tight. I think it lasted four seasons. It starts getting a little bit off the rails at, uh, at certain points. And let's see what Chris said. So I got the 109 in a 10-man Superflex Dynasty draft. Should I take the bullet and take Justin Fields? No. Uh, Garrett, uh, get, uh, Justin Fields plus Garrett Wilson with the one-two turn or double down on receivers. Um, I, Man, you know what's crazy, bro? Like, might get like a T law or like yeah, I was about to say, bro. Like you, you have a better chance at a T law, maybe even like in the startups. A lot of these crazy, even if those super flex, like you know, I mean, there's still there's still there's still gonna be a, a Justin Jefferson a pick. There's still gonna be a especially in a ten team. You're more likely yeah. to get a couple of those guys early. Yeah, there's gonna be like a Justin Jefferson pick. There's probably you know there might be a CMC pick in there, uh, a Bijan pick. You know, I mean, maybe even a crazy asshole takes Gibbs. Maybe there's a crazy asshole who even takes one of the rookie QBs because that top seven to me QBs should go there. You know what I mean? Like, 
you know, yeah. no particular order. The Mahomes, Burrow, I'm really, trying, I'm really trying to get Kelsey with that 2-2 right there. I mean, it's a 10-man league, you know? Like, I mean, one person being old, like, isn't really going to matter, you know? And Kelsey's got a few years left in them. Especially in a 10-team league, you need a huge positional advantage. Kelsey will give you a huge run. And I bet nobody takes him in the first round because it's dynasty. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I might even play that game and let and let him fall. I just said my mocks have been showing T Law being gone. Yeah, but the mocks aren't real. Like, I mean, like, yeah, in our in our leagues, T Law for sure. In most of them, he's gone by the one oh nine. But even in our leagues where it's deeper than what you're talking about, we've seen T Law be available at the one nine one eleven. So like anything can like happen. <sighs> Uh, earlier under the offseason, I remember we were, uh, we were looking at Justin Fields. One of the things I pulled up was uh, his drop back percentage uh, as far as his past ratio per drop back, right? Uh -huh. Bro, he, he threw the ball less than 40 times per drop back last year. Maybe that changes for sure because they added him some weapons. He was taking off a lot. You know Who I mean? would be taking there out of Watson or Fields if both of them are available? I'm taking Watson, bro. He's a winner. Who are you taking you, out of Lamar? Do you see that case he just beat? <laughs> He's a fucking winner, bro. This translates <laughs> on and off the field, apparently. And in a full season, Deshaun Watson, in a full season played in fantasy, he's never been less than QB6. I don't think that really changes – when they, because uh, now he's on the Browns, and I don't think the Browns exactly turn, like, you know, they hired Jim Schwartz as their defensive coordinator. Maybe that changes their defense around, but I feel like this is going to be a. They really add any pieces over there now. They really add I nothing. Mean, I know they got Davenport or, you know, like whatever the fuck his name and is. Tom Tomlinson. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I know they did do a couple things to sew up the line, but I guess I was yeah. part of the weak spot. So who the fuck knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. They added pass rush and. Uh, yeah, they got they, uh, they added Von Bell. Oh no, no, not Von Bell. Uh, Juan Thornhill to their safety. That's what I think. Yeah, not, whatever that's worth. For John sure. Johnson. But like, <laughs> okay. I'm I'm like, like, yeah, what, what is it worth? And Derek said, "Hit the drop." Hit the drop. All right. And, uh, you know, me and the spreadsheets, I'm always trying to figure out ways to, like, compile some stats to see how we can use them to our advantage. And one of these big stats that I compiled <coughs> is the plays run per season, per game, and I put five-year averages together. I like this. This is a good one right here. And, um, obviously, coordinators change, QBs change, and things like that, and all the kind of shit that could uh, affect these numbers. But I want you to guess, Bogey, who the one, two, three, four, five, who the six teams are over the last five years that are averaging at least 63 plays per game for all five years. Okay. Chiefs. Okay, 63. Just missed it. They're, they're literally number seven. So they just okay. yeah. And like going back five years because that's Mahomes too. So I was like, okay, dang, all right. Rams. Okay. Are they even are they even in the top ten? Because then they're not Rams are, Rams are close. They're two below uh the Chiefs. It's got okay, okay, hold on. Because now I'm now I'm now I'm outright because you're giving me averages, right? Five year averages was fucking me up. 
Exactly. Give me the Chargers. That makes sense. Because now, see, now I'm thinking that we're looking dink and dunk teams. Um, I, damn, I want to say New England because they had Brady, but then it's like, damn, is that they might that might be the last two years might have really fucked New England's average up. So, <laughs> yeah, they're they're more middle of the pack. For yeah. The last years. Um, well, I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay. How long did they have Brady? Tampa three years. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had James Winston before that. Give me Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is number one, 64.91 yep. plays per game, fifty over 5,300 plays okay. in the last five years. One right. So I got two so far out of the out of the five. Um, Let's yeah. see. So Tino got oh. the Tampa. Tino said Arizona. <clears throat> no. Uh, the Cowboys, man. They're number two yeah. right because, now. Uh, they, I mean, they, they're, they're like 27 points and up a game pretty much in Dak's career. So – I know they're up there. Uh, There's Green only three de- Bay's definitely not there. Yeah, hold on. Let me throw out something. There's only three teams in the last five years that have averaged over 64 plays per game for the for the five year span. So you got two of them already. There's one more in there. Yeah, I and got Tampa and I got Tampa and, and got lots of teams so far. There's three teams left. One team is still over the 64 plays per game average. But but who did I get so far? I got Tampa, the Chargers, and the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, damn, bro, the Vikings they run a lot, but I feel like man, they but that came maybe not that one year. No, Slash is only really year throwing. You know, the Tampa is number one. That's crazy, right? I mean, the it's not, it's not that crazy because they got Bruce Arians five years ago, and then you know they went for five thou out with, with Jameson. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and no, have- no to the Vikings, Tino. <laughs> you see, I, I almost said the Vikings too, but it's like they had Stefanski for all those fucking years. Um, they're okay, they're, still, yeah. they're still amongst Arizona and the Vikings. They are still amongst like the, yeah, top, the top 10. Well, top 15. Okay, what about... Um, what yeah, up, Marco? Good evening. What up, Marco? Oh, shit, man. Fucking Atlanta. Because they before they you know before Arthur C. Okay. Nope, they're top. They are number fifteen. So yeah, because I was say they're throwing a lot. They're throwing a shitload. I mean, what's his name? Matt Ryan until a couple years ago, he was he never went over four thou out. I mean, never went under. I mean, until a couple years ago. Uh, okay. I need two more. Oh, the, um, shit. The Bengals? No, the Bengals. They're throwing a lot. <laughs> No, nope. that can't can't be because they're just too. They 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 also had a lot of three and outs. They were always like top top ten and like. Uh, okay, hold on, let's see. Throwing, throwing, throwing. Two of them are AFC teams. One of them is NFC team. And I guess if you're only thinking throwing, you're oh, probably because okay, so, because six on the six is the Chiefs. I got three out of the top five so far. So I'm, I'm I'm kind of confused. Three out of the top six. Three out of top six. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, hold on. Here, here's a clue for you. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tampa, the Chargers, and the Cowboys. You don't want the clue before you guess? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just, I just want to – Tampa's Chargers, Cowboys, and the Chiefs are six. So I'm trying to figure oh, out four and five. Chiefs are seven. They're not in. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You did say that. Okay. That's my fault. Okay. Give me the clue. If you're only thinking about p- prolific passing teams, you're not going to get two of these teams. A lot of plays to run. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Give me 
Don't win run. Oh, the Steelers. <sighs> You're close. <clears throat> Steelers are right below the Chiefs. So they're uh, eight. But you're, you're right in the ballpark. You said the Bengals and the Steelers. You're sniffing it out right now. Don't tell me the fucking dirty Browns. <clears throat> nope. Okay. Uh, the Ravens. There you go. Duh. They're one of the fucking. They're one of the. Um. Because when you said it doesn't have to be passing. Okay. And the Ravens are what five? No, they're three. They're one of. Wow. Three. In the last five, I mean, they have had Lamar the last five years. They're one of three teams that have that averages over 64 plays a game. Only three teams in the NFL averaged over 64 plays a game for the last five year stretch. Ooh. The Eagles. Fox said the Raiders. <laughs> Tino said Indy. They are one wow. of the they're they snuck right in there. Sixty per guy because they had the Andrew Luck years with obviously since 2018. And then, Rivers. You have, then you have the Phil Rivers here. That's really going to boost their numbers up because he's running. Rick, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Brissett. Yeah, I and mean, Brissett was a dink, he was a dink and dunking motherfucker too. Yeah. Well, there's only one more team now. So you got we got the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Chargers, and the Colts. So the number four team remains Washington, and that's a, it, <clears throat> it is an NFC team, and you are getting close there. The Eagles. Yep. The Eagles. So those are the top six teams. The Bucks, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Eagles. It's funny because I stopped myself from saying Philly and then I went to Cleveland. I was like, why did I do that? Now I want you to get, let's see if any, and over here, guys, help us out in the chat, all right? There's five teams that are, as far as like, they don't even have an average of 60 plays uh, per game, <coughs> only five teams. There's Green Bay. <clears throat> Give me the five teams. That the five one that okay. Green, Green Bay is one of the so Green Bay is not the lowest, but they're down there. Uh, they're, they're yeah. What is mean, they're middle of the pack? They're over sixty. Yeah. They're over. Oh, 30. they are. Okay, I was putting them around the fifty-five mark. Here's how I here's how I broke it down. If you're over 63 plays a game, you're one of the elite offenses. If you're from 61 to 63%, you're kind of like above average middle of the road. Um, 60 to 61, you're below average middle of the road. And then if you're below 60, you're just a well below average as far as like the plays being ran. But we're still only talking about the difference of one or two plays per game on average. So we are still splitting hairs. So we might we might get a we might get a a, a a Ricky appearance this week again. Nice. Might, might not might not be in person, but dang it, clock! I missed it. Clock did put the Eagles earlier in the chat. My bad. <laughs> my bad. I got this big. All ass- right, I read his I read his comment, and I, I try to use it as my own. I got this big ass That's spreadsheet. That's fucking But uh, okay. All right. So Tino said the Panthers. <laughs> no. I Denver, mean, they, they I, might they, when they had. Cam- no. Oh, we're talking about we're talking about the low amount, right? Now we're talking about the five lowest. The five lowest. Okay, give me, give me the Cleveland Browns. Nope, <clears throat> Cleveland Browns are kind of. Give right me the Bengals. <clears throat> nope, they're right in the middle as well. Or no, uh, they're below. Give me the goddamn Jets. 
Jets are the number 32 team in plays, total plays run over the last five years. And Derek said the Texans. That is number 31. Those are the bottom two teams. The you know what's crazy? They, are, hold on real quick. Those are the only two teams that had lower than 59 plays per game on average. Those are the only and, two. And it's crazy because Watson, he was able to, with those amount of plays run under Bill O'Brien's, uh, 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 offense. He was able to like, like average like twenty five pass attempts a game and have the 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 black Aaron Rodgers fantasy efficiency. You know what I mean? Like Tino said, the Bears. <clears throat> nope. Um, Dolphins. They are the third lowest yeah. because because even last year with McDaniel's super efficient. Yeah, they might only run three plays, bro, and because they got Tyreek Hill. That's why. That's why the Chiefs weren't up there. Yeah. Because the Chiefs could flip the field with Tyreek Hill those years in two yeah. plays. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, and it, that's why like easy when I was like, oh, when I when I figured out the concept, I was like, oh yeah, duh, Tampa because they they were they weren't they were chucking it but not down the field. It was just they were slicing and dicing. Dennis said the hey, give me the Jags. The Falcons, Dennis, were actually number fifteen, so they're dead in the middle. Yeah, I, I had I, I was I had the Falcons on the other side earlier. Yeah, um, who'd, you, who'd you say just now? I, um, the, Jags? I, I, the Jags. Nope, very close. They're the 24th. Ten- uh, Tennessee be running the whole lot and having success controlling t- t- time of possession. Give me Tennessee. Yep, they're the fourth yeah. lowest. Uh, so there's one more team that's in the um, NFC team. Mi- Minnesota. Uh, okay. Chicago, no, and he already somebody said Chicago. Damn, Detroit, where's Detroit at? Because they had they had Matt Stafford. Detroit's 17, so they're they're okay. Middle- yeah, I was gonna say they had Matt Stafford, so they're they're, they're definitely in the Matt Ryan range. And Juku said Giants, they're the number 27 team, so they just made the 60 plays per game. Tino said the Seahawks. That's it. There you go. Oh, see, there, there you go, because they've never been more than like a 500 and with Russell Wilson, he was clo- he was close to Aaron Rodgers as far as the pass attempts per year on average. You know what I mean? So now we know the the six highest and the five lowest. <coughs> How about there's only two teams over these last five years that have ran the ball more than fifty percent of the time? Kind of insane, right? That like thirty teams in the NFL Tennessee. have passed more than they've ran. Um. Okay, and this is going back to five years again? Five years. Minnesota? <clears throat> okay, last five years. Shit, man. Um, AFC team. Yeah, uh, shit, bro. Uh, Tino said Niners. <clears throat> no, it's, it's an AFC team. Uh, 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 give me, give me uh, New England. <clears throat> and Niners, I was... Uh... They're they're one of the closer splits out of anybody. Yeah, I was about to say we 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 run a good we run hella plays and and we and we're hella split. You know what I mean? But we but we're, but we're considered a run first team because the run is we're all, everything's off the play action. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a and it's a Shanahan, so there's no you know the, bills. Oh, the last the last even 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 Matt Ryan's MVP year, you know, there you look at the splits there. It wasn't like they were like dominating pass over run. You know what I mean? It's Fox just they threw a lot. 
Guys are dancing it's around. Got, dancing around who, 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 who was that last team that was wrong? Uh, the Bills and the Browns wrong. Cleveland? I just said the Browns were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hard about that one. Too. <laughs> and uh, Zucru, the question is, Two teams over the last five years, only two, have ran the ball more than 50% of their total plays called. Tennessee was one of them. Bogey hit that one. We're on the search for the second one. And this team had the highest percentage of runs over the last five years. Steelers. Steelers actually have one of the lowest run percentages. Over That's the crazy. It's just that they feed one guy. So if they're running it, it goes to one guy. No to Indy Tino. <clears throat> Op Zucru got it with the Ravens. They have almost 5,300 total plays. Over 2,700 of them were rushing attempts. But what's crazy, but what's crazy is because they, uh, they're still at. They're still number four. Was it at total plays ran? Three, number three. But they're the they're the third lowest as far as uh, pass ratio. Well, no, I mean they're the lowest as far as pass ratio. They oh, have. I mean, they're the lowest. Oh, they're thirty-two. Whoa. Yeah, and and they're the lowest in run percentage. They're the highest. Forgive me. <laughs> I thought they were twenty-nine. I'm I'm better than that. Uh, Zucru, what's up? I was trying to. I was like four in the morning trying to make a trade with Zucru. He's like, <laughs> like, I sort of like it, but no. Ah, like, oh, oh, how can we get past sort of? Okay, here you go. I already gave you guys one of these answers. If you guys were paying attention, four teams have ran the ball less than forty percent of their total plays, lowest by far in the league. What is this again? Because I feel like I'm going to trick myself right now. Lowest percentage of run plays for the last five years. So the teams that are throwing it, they're the lowest on rushing, they're the highest on passing. Chiefs. 39 to 60. Chargers. 39 to 60. Tampa. 63 to 36. Um, no to the Lions, no to the Bears. The Rams. Damn it, forgot about Todd Gurley. Wasn't that, wasn't that long ago. So there's only two more, and I mentioned one of these teams already. Or no, there's only one more, and I mentioned the team already. Oh yeah, because it's four. Damn, why, why do I hit the why do, why do I always get this is how I am when I write my verses too? I'll be on the last two bars. I'm like, fuck, how do I close this shit? No, no to Atlanta, Tino. <clears throat> Throwing more. Oh, Miami. <clears throat> oh, I was kidding. <laughs> Miami was right there. They just yeah, went they, they you know. I'm trying to narrow it down by teams that didn't have a running back worth the shit. To, to, oh, shit, man. It's fucking the, the Jets. 
See, okay, if you're only thinking about a team having a shitty running back, you're definitely not going to get this team. Carolina. It was a team that I just mentioned, like, not even five minutes ago. I, you know, I have one of the greatest memories in the world. I'm pretty sure you can test this. But my short-term memory is not the greatest. And what you said was, wow, that's interesting, because they are they mostly just feed one back. Yeah, Steelers. <laughs> Give it to me! But that one was that one was really interesting to me. That it really that was. Not even that's, why, that's why I said it earlier. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. You know? yeah. But then it doesn't make sense. You have the 5,000-yard passing season. That yeah. can really um, skew the, uh, the overall numbers because even like the last, the last two years, like last year was Pickett. You can't really – and and you can't really count that with him and Trubisky's Cabo. And then like the, even, even the last dink and dunk years really was going to boost those numbers for, for Ben Roethlisberger – or excuse me, Rapistberger because uh, the Rapists couldn't really stretch the field those last three seasons. Yeah, and last year was a lot of dink and dunk. Yeah, and that's and that's how they were running the ball basically. If they weren't running it on the ground, they're you know just dumping it off with little two three yard go aheads. So those were kind of th- those were the interesting stats that I kind of took away from this. I'll share this on Patreon so you guys can get a look like at everything. You know, I mean, it's not like this is going to be like a gospel of anything, but okay, to be able to see tendencies like real top, top five. Top five, um, top five most attractive quarterbacks, bro. Go. I'll let you guys go in the chat. No, <laughs> we're all we're all comfortable with our sexuality here. Jimmy already wins, man. Like, I mean, why do we need another four? Sure, right. it's all Jimmy. It's like it's a dialogue question. It's all Jimmy, 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 handsome Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, no one holds the candlestick to Jim. Who has the most giant eye, top five giant eyeballs in the game? Mm. Uh, giant eyeballs. Mm. That I can't even think of. Like, I mean, because when you say eyeballs, first person I think of is, uh, is like AD. <laughs> Fucking uh, basketball. <laughs> That's eyebrows. I well, he's got the big ass eyes. He's got the big ass eyeballs. Though. He's you got both. He's got Listen. both those eyebrows. <laughs> Tell me, okay, here's a clue. He's a, he's a future Hall of Famer, and he his because of his giant eyeballs, it's like he can survey the whole field through panoramic view. Brady? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brady has avocado fries. Doesn't seem like he has big eye- eyeballs. When when you when I say his name, you be like, oh yeah, he's big ass eyeballs. Active player. Yep. <coughs> Tino said Dak. Hell no. Yeah. Dennis said Fields. Nope. Russ. Nope. He's not a future Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, man. Look at Aaron's little picture up, man. I mean, the picture that I have, I have the one where he's like, you know, doing like the weed smoking sign, you know, as his Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because he's- eyeballs are gigantic, bro. Tino said Mahomes. Nah. I don't know. Mahomes kind of got like a kid from Kid and Play thing 
kind of gone, doesn't he? Kind of. Yeah. I think I just want him to be a kid from Kid and Play. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers got some huge-ass eyeballs. Probably where women don't want to have kids with him. They're like, yeah, they're, they're going to give birth to a pair of eyeballs with some legs and arms on it. <laughs> yeah, I like doing that trivia shit, though. That shit's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, Tino, <coughs> for the question about the, the highest uh, the highest run percentages, um, 49ers are the third in highest uh, run yep. percentage. Yeah, what are we like? Uh, what are we, uh, 60, 60 something? Because really, it's the lowest in run percentage. That's, I mean, the lowest in pass percentage. They're amongst, they're, they're amongst the bottom three. It's because and, we don't, it's, you know why? It's because we have success running the ball, eats the clock up. We have a good defense. It, you know, there's, there's, there's rare, uh, it's, it's, uh, more often than not, we're in controlled, uh, uh, game scenarios, not versus like playing from behind and having to throw the rock. And you know what I mean? And that's why Elijah, uh, Mitchell should still be like a drafted guy. Not that's why good. Dak was, um, that's and that's why Dak was uh was easily in the when, when it came to most plays run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like their defense just it hasn't doesn't keep them in these games at all. And like you know they try as that offensive line deteriorated over Dak's career because when he got there it was still like you know one of the premier lines. I'd say after the first three seasons it, it, it's far from that, right? Yeah. And like they were they were masking the fact they had a bad defense with Zeke. By just owning time of possession, they're one of, they're one of the the more even, you know, split teams. Over it had to be because you had to you had to keep your defense fresh. We got to run this ball. 56 percent. That's the uh, that's kind of like the below average, like percentage of uh, mm-hmm. a pat a pass percentage. So if you're at like 57, 58, 59, or sixty plus, yeah. I mean, you're amongst the elite. Um, well, okay, let's go some more. Let's keep, can we can we go recent for Atlanta because I want I want I want and then I want to compare it. I want to look at last year's Atlanta and then look at the uh, uh, two years ago Tennessee because I bet you they're not far off because it's it's, it's a it's a it's a run centric team and like it's it's hard to, like AJ Brown was okay in that offense because as far as the passing game a couple years ago because he was the only guy. So, you know, it's a small passing pie, but he gets all the pie pretty much, right? Majority of it, at least. You know what I'm saying? Now, so, now here's something that, okay, you just said. But the reason I want to do this is to see. Oh, I know, hold on, hold on. You can project a, a Drake London Kyle Pitts split here. Because, I know. Here, here's something that everybody needs to take into account as well, though, because the last two years in the NFL have been different 17 games. You know, mm. that's something that everybody just has to remember, like about these stats. That's why it's good we're doing this five years here. Yeah. So, I mean, three of these years were when there was only 16 games, two the last two years. I guess we seven. can look at the last. Oh, you're right. It's gonna, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, it, but here, how about this? In all fairness, in all fairness, in the 16 game, in the 16 game regular seasons, right? That week 17 games, a lot of times, the starters didn't play. Things were different. You know what I mean? So. Well, yeah, but that I mean, still, you they're still running yeah. plays. You yeah, know, yeah, for sure. Still, I'm I mean, saying though, like, it's not it, affecting the average that much because that's only you know. That used to be that yeah. used to be my problem. This is why I liked PFF too. 
if you could PFF, you'd be able to take, you'd be able to extrapolate that one game out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but we then, but then, I mean, because not every single team sits their starters. Yeah, you know, I'm like, just saying no. I'm just saying no, like because like some of these sites before, at least when I used to go on other other sites, you know, they're, they're only giving you the 16 week fantasy season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they already do that for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to know it all because, like, you know what I'm saying? When you're looking at overall numbers, it's including that last game. You know what I mean? Well, what do you want to know first? Do you want to know the Tennessee from 20? Well, yeah, well, what, what's that? Yeah, what's, so what's Tennessee's uh, 20 and 21? So in 20, they have 1,006 plays run, and they're, like, towards the top of the NFL. The, the top was 1093 that year in 2021 and, hey, that was crazy because that was the 10 tanny was going crazy and derrick uh derrick henry was going crazy yeah well that was no well i mean i guess yes and no 2019 was a little crazy oh i'm sorry well, i told you to go to 20 you're right okay yeah yeah, yeah okay Tanner had a couple big games he did here yeah. and there but yeah he wasn't killing it like he was in 19 but now in in 2021 uh, 1,086 plays, and they're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're eight, top eight. Okay, now in those two years, what's the what's the run ratio and, and the pass ratio? So like, in 21, I mean, it's like an even split. But, it, but it's definitely geared toward and, – and they were – you said they were number five in total plays run that year? Yeah, I mean, it's literally like – 50.7 to 49.3 so it's like okay. like right down the middle okay yeah they're 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 just they're just they're, just, they're like a cut hitter like a, they're like a brazilian wax away from it okay and then uh and the year after that um 51.8 to 40 48.2 i mean but the thing is is like there's only going to be a couple teams in the nfl that even run more than 50 percent of the yeah time. but 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 i'm doing this because this is the comparison for what we should expect for atlanta's offense we have a little, we have a, a, a template here to compare it to, right? Whether we're looking at a Bijan, what to expect from Bijan's workload, and you know what I'm saying, or, or what to expect from a, a you know, because we're all bigging up Drake London a lot this year. And the value at the in fantasy is Pitts because Pitts is the one that's actually, you know, has the, re, the bad recency bias. So he's falling. And, you know, for tight end leagues, He's still muy importante because the tight end landscape just sucks, right? But like Gino said, guys, but you're not factoring in. This year is our year. <laughs> buzzer. It's a buzzer. Hold on. I got one better than the buzzer. <laughs> uh, what, what was that? Okay, but now let's this look is at like, Atlanta since since Arthur Smith has got there since twenty one. So, I mean, this is Doctor. I mean, since twenty two. Oh yeah, the, the one year, just the one year. This, I mean, this is Dr. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. A thousand. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't he there? Uh, didn't they? He he drafted Kyle Pitts. Remember? So that was there. This is his third year, right? Arthur Smith. Let's go check. I mean, I'm fucking up. We're supposed we were supposed to be looking at 19 and 20, and then 21 and 22 for Atlanta. Uh, he's been with the Falcons since 21. Yeah, so so we're supposed to be look. So the 2019 numbers were the shit with Arthur Smith and um, Tennessee, though. And in 2020, it was still he was still one of the higher. It was well, still- I mean the the numbers. I mean. 
I don't know. They're the second lowest in. Uh, they're the second lowest in plays run in 2019, and they threw. Oh it wow! And they threw it more than they ran it. Wow! And AJ Brown had that that 51. See, like that, yeah. I mean, I, I think he didn't even play. He didn't even play a full complement of snaps till like week six, seven, too. So. 21's totally got to be taken out because it looks like they stepped it up with. Uh, with everything, they with stepped their dick up. Because look, at, I mean, now you look at Atlanta. I mean, that looks similar to the 2019 because their bottom seven in plays run 55% of rushes, though. Yeah. So running like crazy. I, okay. So I'm okay if that's the, the outlook we're looking at. 55% of the ball they run, they run that. 55% of the time they run the ball. That give me give me that for Bijan. That could that's that's gonna warrant like okay and now and get this say he gets seventy five plus percent or eighty plus percent of that backfield that warrants a, a, a like a, a, t- a first round pick and some redrafts you know what I mean like and we're talking like single QB here you know what I mean I like, think that seventy five eighty percent is probably too rich I don't know man look at the way that they I'm not I mean I know they didn't draft a Bijan you know but I mean they were running three. Running backs a lot of the time. I'm as much as they run. They were. They were. I mean, but can't. It they, can't be. But look at look at the. What well, you have to look at it in stretches when you look at Atlanta last year or the year before that. I mean, this is like saying like CMC is going to get like. The, I mean, CMC might he, get. He's going to get seventy five percent. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If he's getting twenty, uh, if we're going to run the we're going to run the ball. We're run the ball so much though. That's the thing though. Well, no, no. Well, hold on, hold on. Because last year, we're you guys are running it thirty-six to forty times a game. He's getting twenty yeah. touches. I mean, that's half. You know, yeah. like I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I mean, getting to a seventy-five. But he also, but he also gets the targets though. That's the that's where he gets the the, the, the where his percentage goes up out of the backfield. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He's, like when you're talking about someone, when I say if he's going to get seventy-five percent of that touches out of the backfield, that's. That's that's all the. I'm talking about the production that's coming from the running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know that's involving everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they're probably going to get to that. That is still a lot, though. Like I mean, I mean, I mean it's well, just because no one's doing it anymore. We're, we're running the ball. I mean, uh, we're we're averaging 40, 40 rush attempts in twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for you know, for for context, I know Minnesota with Stefanski. What well, uh, they, they were getting that, that big Dalvin Cook year was that 2019? They were they were close to 40 times a game because even the you know Dalvin Cook was getting like 25 touches a game, you know what I mean? And then you'd still have Madison getting you know eight totes a game plus like whatever couple targets, you know what I mean? And Tino said, "Are y'all worried about CMC's mileage?" No, and no, it's because of the line being good and the schemes. And it, yeah, it, and it's the and it, 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 he has the floor of the targets. You know what I'm saying? So it's like remember when Ricky was on the show and he was talking about how one year he was like 4.3 like average, you know, and then next year he has like the same amount of attempts and it's it's it's, it's in the two years where he like sets the the record for rushing attempts and still holds that record in a two year span. And he said year one of that he's averaging like 4.3, he's feeling hella good, you know, out there. And then he's like, go check what my average or yep. <laughs> rush. Yeah, you know, was dope when he was, that was when he was here, right? Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. You know, it was dope too, because he was like, he was like, he was like, because yeah, I want to know. Like, he was curious. <laughs> you know, he, like, he knew the stat that like he had the most attempts for a two year 
stretch, yeah. but and he knew he held that record. I wasn't hundred percent if he still held that record, but he knew that he still held it. <laughs> it's funny too because he, in his mind, you could tell he was he he per, he purposely blocked out that average. <laughs> yeah, like, because oh, that next one it was like three point three or three point five or something. And he was he like, yeah, he was taking a beating that year because <laughs> they were so ready for him too. Yeah, they're right. The league. Not that they weren't aware of him already. It's just like the, the recency bias is like, yo, we're stacking the box on you. You, you're, you're, you're running into a brick wall every time. And like CMC, this and is the luxury. Okay, here's the luxury. But here's the luxury about CMC. Look at the weaponry that that's there. Yeah, Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. And this is reality talks here because we're in, in fantasies, it's going to be hard to like for all of them to eat on a week to week basis. Outside of CMC, CMC is the one who's going to eat on a week-to-week basis as long as he stays healthy. Will we get into scenarios where we're beating someone up so good and we're like, shoot this fucking clock out, Elijah Mitchell. And then what's crazy is that we've beat people up bad last year. And it was a small stretch with CMC and Mitchell together. But in that stretch, the splits weren't that far off. But in that stretch, we were beating the fuck out of those teams. So it was like, Mitchell, get in there. And he, we would have beat him up so bad already. Mitchell get in there on a third, on a third and fucking, you know, a third and short or whatever. And he just take it to the house. We're just running it up at that point. And I'm not, you know, I, I like the idea of that for reality, right? For fantasy, I don't let any of that scare me, right? About someone else coming in. And, and it makes me even want to have Mitchell if anything happens to CMC because we've already I, seen Mitchell almost put up a thou wow in that offense. <laughs> and me saying Bijan like might not get 75% of the touches out of the backfield. Doesn't mean that he's not going to be a top 12 guy. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's not going to crack a th- I mean, shit, Algier didn't get 75%. I'm just, I'm just not giving him. Backfield. He cracked a thousand yards on the ground. See, I can agree with you in the sense that I'm saying in this offense, this system that produced the 1,800-yard Derrick Henry and the 2,000-yard Derrick Henry, Arthur Smith, who drafted – Fucking Bijan, seven overall. Is it, is it right? Seven overall? Yeah. Grab him seven overall. I'll agree with you by saying they won't give him like 85% of the shit like they did Derrick Henry. I'd say he's getting 75. You know I, I, mean? I can be with you. I'm just going to stick it right around 69. 69, dude. I, I think 65 to 69% is like still worth because it's not just rushing. Rushing, receiving, like all this type of work, and that's still a workhorse. Back the one, I, I really worry about the schedule for them, period, and then needing to hope Ritter's good. It's the same way, like, I'm excited for Washington's offense in fantasy because of the value we're getting. Oh, and, and, that, that, and that was, oh, and sorry, because but I worry about Sam Hold on, hold on, because that's the difference between them then and now. I mean, the Tennessee offense is just a little bit better. You know, then this Atlanta offense like is like right but, now, but, but Atlanta amongst the bottom when uh, in, in the plays run, it wasn't efficiency why they were at the bottom. You, you know why I like Atlanta? Here's the thing: when you watch, because when he did it, hold on, because when he did it with the um, with the Titans in 2019, the reason they were at the bottom was because of efficiency, not because they were a bad offense. But it was also big play action. That's where the yeah, efficiency. that was part of the efficiency. Yeah, because it was just pound Derrick Henry and then play action. Like and Henry was cracking off the big ones too. The big ones. And like, you know, AJ Brown cracking off the big ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. AJ, I, I want to say AJ Brown's first or second reception in his career was a screen that housed. You know what I mean? And that was like early on, like week two or three of his rookie year. And but and he wasn't even a full uh, snap count guy yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was with that was like one that was like I think Mariota's one of his only passing tugs that year before they benched his bitch ass for Tanny. Going back to the very very first episode of the Real Fantasy Playmakers, it was our it was our our season prediction episode back in 2019 before right before the season started, and I predicted that. You know, say uh, before week five, we should expect to see Tannehill because Mariota sucks hella dick. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was the exact analysis too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Simo going, "Oh yeah, Tannehill, huh?" For Tannehill, I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> Mariota was just horrible. Exactly. Where it was like, Do you, it wasn't really anything bold. I'm like, they traded for Tannehill. Yeah. Like they needed a better that you know it, it, it's a new regime. I was trying to deal with Mariota. You know what I'm saying? This was year two in that regime. They're like, screw that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to go trade for Danny. You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins were like, they were on that fucking, all right, we're going to get on the road to tanking for one of these motherfuckers. And it happened to be two, right? The tanking tank for Tua. Yeah, because Tannehill was horrible when he, I mean, I, and I don't know, not horrible, but he, he okay. Under, under exceeded the expectation. All right. Let's check this out. I want to, I want to shit on, uh, and I want to give someone like a, maybe like a rose, and like you know what I mean, give people flowers. But, but but this guy is really just a big old shit bouquet. Adam Gaze, right? Adam Gaze, he made his name being Peyton Manning's OC, but they couldn't even win a Super Bowl. But he parlayed that that gig being you know the quote unquote OC for Peyton Manning in Denver, and he goes to Chicago, follows John Fox, right? Yeah, and then and then he makes the career year out of out of Jay Cutler. Doesn't make a 4,000-yard passer out of him, but he, they were going against history. Chicago's never had a 4,000-yard passer ever. Right. So that's one thing I want to start bringing up more about Justin Fields, too, is that, like, you know, I bet you Justin Fields can be the first, but will it, will it be this year? You know what I mean? Anyways, you know, now going back to... um, I mean, that's uh, now, though. If we don't even see Hurts. Uh, hold on. Adam Gaze, though. Hold on. Yeah. Go back to, I'm going back to Adam Gaze, right? Okay. Goes to my and then he parlays that into a to a head coaching gig over there in Miami, right? He uh-huh. gets to my and he has Ryan Tannehill there, and like they they actually get it done. They're you know in, in 2015 they get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? But Tannehill, he was like nursing like a partially torn MCL, and then like I think it was like two weeks before the play or the week before the playoffs. I think, bro. He's just jogging under the practice field and tore his shit. So Matt Moore goes in there. And, like, if you remember that year, that was the, the big Jay Ajayi year where you had, like, the multiple 200-yard rushing games. Uh-huh. And, like, the, one of those rushing games was back. The, one of the, he had two 200-yard rushing games back-to-back. One of them was against the Steelers. Now here they are with Matt fucking Moore if, leading them against the Steelers. And they shut that whole thing down. They, they just destroyed the Dolphins. Then, yeah. you know what I mean? He gets let go eventually because they're just doing hella coke over there. You know what I mean? And then we, we now entered the forever wide-eyed Adam Gaze that we all know nowadays, right? And he goes to the Jets. And, like, he just sucked like shit everywhere he was at. But with Tannehill, it's like, he, he was like, like, that was the only time I ever really said, like, oh, okay, because Tannehill was like, 
I don't understand why he was one of those 2012 like high QB prospects. He was like a former receiver converted to, to QB. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I never got that thing. Yeah. But then, and then, then Arthur Smith being a, you know, a Matt LaFleur, you know, Shanahan a style of zone, zone uh, run scheme. That's QB friendly as fuck. You know what I mean? So now I say all this to say, because Tannehill ain't never been shit. But with Arthur Smith, he, that, that was when we saw Tannehill be a guy for us in fantasy. That's why, like, you see me with a lot of Ritter as my third in Superflex this year. Goes yeah. so fucking late. He got some weaponry. It's going to be some big play action. And, and you know, I, I, I mean, maybe this is a, like a, I don't know if this is a bad stereotype, but he's a black QB. I assume he's going to have some mobility here. You know what I mean? Only yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. And Jameis Winston were like the black QBs. Like, yeah, they're never they're never gonna run. What up, Crispy? We're still here. What <laughs> that up, value the top DLs differently in best ball, one billion percent. Uh, but the way that we're doing it with only IDP flexes, I just value the DLs lower in general. So here goes a guy, Max Crosby, who I mean, yeah, he has the most points out of any defensive lineman, but. Seven out of his 17 games, he had less than 15 points. That's 41% of his games that he had less than 15 points. Let's go over to, I mean, let's not even take the top like LB. Let's take, uh, let's take Bobby Wagner, who's one, two, three, four, five, six, no, seven, nine. What? Let's take Frankie Louvu. What? Who's the number nine? He only had, let me see, one, two, three, four, five. He only had five games under 15 points. What? If we go, how about Jordan Brooks? Or no, how about Patrick Queen, who finished below 300 points? So even He's less. He's a killer? She's a killer. Queen. Let's see. What? One, two, three, four. five six if we count week 18 he has seven um he has seven but still like he's not the top guy you know like if we look well, at I was about to say, you, you definitely like i was going to extrapolate and be like what well, look at what week on uh from when like Roku, Boyo like, Lacoon, it didn't fucking matter it didn't fucking matter like boyo lacoon had one game below no two games below 15 points That's you're it. on the clock Roquan is gone. Nick Bolton or Olakun redraft. Olakun. It's hard to not go Olakun though, right? I'm going Olakun. I always go Nick Bolton for style points. Style points don't matter. Roquan had four games underneath uh, underneath 15 points. So I mean, that's really just it. It's uh, these linebackers are just usually more consistent. Yeah, and then like I'm good to know. Thanks, Haz. Hell yeah, man. And then like you know, I'm not mad at having some of those top DL uh, eligible guys in 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 IDP. Like, but I'm just not getting them before any of those other guys ever. And like, like, and like, like for example, I'm a Niner fan. Shout out to the gang, bang bang. I love Nick Bosa. I'm I'm never gonna have Nick Bosa because he goes too high. But it's like Nick Bosa, he's he's the epitome of consistency of, of, at that position. If he plays the whole season, he's never been less than 15 sacks. You got what, 14 games in a regular fantasy, in a regular fantasy season. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? I like to look at it from the scope of that. Like 
where it's like it always gets elim- they always get eliminated. I'm always gonna when I'm you know splitting hairs in the draft. I'm like, oh, I'll take a linebacker here. And here's the big difference as well, is because like we say that like the D line is kind of like the tight end because it's like top heavy, but like the significant drop between Travis Kelsey and whoever <laughs> is next. I mean, it it's not the same with the DL spots. You know, I mean Max Crosby. The drop from him is Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett. You know, like that drop is not as big. And so there's just a lot more guys who are serviceable who I'm not. And Crosby, he what, what did Crosby do? Well, he did, did he uncharacteristically get a lot of like solo tackles that last season or what? Because I didn't have any Crosby to know off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, he had the 12 and a half sacks, but yeah, it was 87 total tackles that he had. So it was just a lot more tackles than yeah, from so yeah, because like I mean, even if someone like a Nick Bosa gets like 20 something solos, maybe like 40 something, like you know, combined 51 total, 51 total. See, and I I was undershooting him, you know what I mean? But it because we're looking for the sacks, like I'm looking for the guy who's gonna give me more. That's why I like to find those L like Alex Heisman, way better to put in your DL spot. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, TJ Edwards, the, the cheat code of all cheat codes for that position, right? But and in best ball, especially because it's like you're gonna, they're gonna slot them in when they have that best of the best of the best, sir, sure. with honors performance. Okay, here's what's crazy because Max Crosby, he has seven games. Uh, where, where he goes below 15 points. Josh Sweat, someone who's got a lot less points than him, but he only he has nine games where he goes below 15 points. It's really just finding these guys and picking and choosing the weeks when they're hot. Because Josh Sweat my, was a guy who could have got you to the championship. Like he, the my man Javon Hargrave on that same line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, shout out to my man Brian Burns. Shout out to my man Quinn and Williams. You know what I mean? You know, these are guys that are like you're you're you feel good to have them. The black Josh Allen. Just like just like in real NFL, they got a rotation of guys, gotta have a rotation of guys because with your deals, unless you have a Max Crosby or you know, the guys that you paid up. For, you're not you're not setting it and forgetting it. You know, you're gonna be playing matchups more often. You know. I had last year. I I, have, I acquired a. I traded for. I didn't like my DL spots. Remember that? So like, I went around trading for like Parsons or TJ Watts, like everywhere. If I if I didn't already have like a black Josh Allen, just someone I thought was a cheat code, and then like Parsons hella worked until he didn't. You know what I mean? Crispy Zion only had two games below fifteen points. He's a beast. Yeah. Shout out to my man Zaire. He's a beast. But, yeah, that's why we want those guys, because you want guys who are going to be consistent. That's really what it's all about. Um, and Banks, what did he say? I feel Drew Tranquil is going to eat uh, into both tackles this year. Eh, I mean, maybe. But uh, he said he's coming off a career year in tackles. Yeah, yeah but see, but that's, oh. a that's a different team, my brother. Well, but hold on. The career year in tackles is, like, it's because he didn't do shit, like, the other years Never. of his career as well. So, it, that's I mean, he was behind, like – that's why he the Chargers didn't a bunch of him at all, because that was the only good year they got out of him. Yeah, and like of course it's your uh, your division rival that's actually seen you be bad and good, so you're like, yeah, come over here, you're a great depth. 
you're going to be behind Willie Gay. (laughs) Because there's no guarantee that he's... And the money, even the money, the money don't even warrant him anything. Like, you know what I mean? I think he said there's no guarantee that he's going to start. So he's working his ass off right now. But like that's, he didn't get paid to come in there and be a starter. And let's, let's not say things like, I think he'll eat into Nick Bolton's anything. You know what I mean? What is that statement? Nick Bolton is like one of the most instinctual linebackers we've seen come out. Like he's only been in the the league two years. Like he's going into his third year. If we haven't seen his breakout, which last year kind of was his super breakout, what if I we mean, get? A, a, a I mean, look at his rookie breakout. year. His rookie year, he had like seventy solos, right? Or 60 yeah, and jumped up to the ninety range. Yeah, I was like, listen, man. I was like, we. It was. It was written. It was. It. It, it was. It was there. It was. It, as Ricky Williams says. It was in the stars. He just had to fulfill it. Because you know what teams are never going to stop doing against the Chiefs? Trying to run the ball and keep the time of possession on yeah. their side of things. Yep. And that benefits Nick and Bolton. Then, and what also benefits Nick Bolton is that he's playing He's playing for the team that has the number one offense it, it literally in the game. So he's, A lot of times he, he was the only linebacker on the field as well. Yeah, and he's getting behind the line because of that. Yeah, he's getting you know because these these quarterbacks that are that are, these opposing QBs are they're dropping back to pass. He's he's getting hits behind the line. He's getting some sacks. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And tackles for loss. We're we're getting all that. You know what I mean? Like, I I remember seeing this one highlight like real, and it was Nick Bolton versus Austin Eckler. You know, I mean the middle linebacker is mostly going to be coming covering yep. the running back for like. 90% plus yep. of the, the times that they're out there. Austin Eckler, I mean, he was making some decent plays, but it's like he wasn't getting past Nick Bolton. Like he was the gap, there was no there was no there was no yards after the uh, there was no yan. Yeah yards after uh Nick. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was getting past the first wave of their <laughs> offensive line, but or the defensive line, but yeah, he wasn't getting past Nick Bolton. There was no and, yan, uh, there was no yan, bro. What up, offense? He said, morning, dudes. How reliable do rookie draft IDP top 10 players become IDP stars? Uh, you got to be patient. Yeah, because a lot you're not going to see like right yeah, away. Jack Campbell, Trent Simpson, they're like, you know, like those are the top two highest linebackers drafted, right? Well, no. I mean, I guess it's a yes and no because people like drafted Will Anderson. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's right because he's a linebacker. Okay, in the NFL is what I meant to. Yeah. Okay, so those are the top three drafted in the NFL, but like, but like Drew well, Sanders. He, well, he's just saying no. He said, but just IDPs in general. Not yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying like, oh, I thought he meant like the the top. How do the top in reality translate to the top drafted in? No, in he's the, just saying do do the rookie draft IDP top ten players become IDP stars? Not always. Not always, but like, but like, um, they're they're usually like an injury away because they're usually drafted to be the incumbent. You know what I mean? For example, Nicobe Dean last year drafted. They had TJ Edwards there. He's balling, has a career year. Doesn't mean they're gonna pay him though, because they already they already made the move and they're gonna transition to Nicobe Dean this year. Uh, uh, going back to um, who were we just talking about? Uh, even with Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, you know, he was so good for so goddamn long. Even when they that when even when they drafted Jordan Brooks, it was like, hey, you still gotta wait, young brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
that you got to earn your way on this field because you got going to take over Bobby. And then he earned his own way where then him and Bobby became a crazy tandem, right? Unless you're a top 10 pick in the NFL draft, there's no guarantee you're seeing the field. You're yeah. top 10. Especially if you're a linebacker or even safety. Look at Kyle Hamilton last year. Nah, if you get drafted as a – because, I mean, the last – Kyle like, Hamilton last year. Well, yeah, but he was like 14. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean – Oh, top, you're talking about oh, just top 10. I, I'm, top I'm, 10. I'm still on first I mean, round. you go back to Devin I'm White. I'm still on first round pick. Devin White's one of those top 10, you know, NFL drafted oh, picks. Yeah. He touched the field right away, you know. I mean, yeah, and, and then there's my man Roquan, you know what I mean? Yeah, touched the field right away, drafted mm-hmm. top 10. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, so guys like Will Anderson and all that, like, they'll uh, be in there. Like, guys like Trayvon Walker were in there. What, but they what's our man? Got time. drafted to Cleveland. Um, come on. Linebacker, come on. Come on, Kevin Costner, bro. Come on, Costa drafted him. Who, who are you talking about, though? This Carl year? Costa drafted him. Kevin Costner. Oh, Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack, come on. Superstar. And Sergeant uh, right Campbell, out the gate. <laughs> Jack Campbell, Jalen Carter, Witherspoon, Tyree Wilson, and Brian Branch late in the rookie draft. Yeah, so, I mean, I like Campbell and yeah, Brian. Yeah, killing it. Carter, Witherspoon, Tyree. I, I mean, what's I see Campbell. Is I think Campbell being like that fucking Von Miller award winner guy, whatever the fuck. Damn, who'd, who'd, so who'd you drop? He said, drop some proven IDP startable players to make room. So well, you could put him in a taxi. Who'd you drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys have a taxi squad? But mate, but you know what though? It might not be so bad. But, but who did he drop? And Bake said, "What do you guys think of Hard Knocks being the Jets this year? I haven't even heard about that yet." I, mean, I like it. Recall updates. Well, I see those big giant eyeballs on the big screen. See, the thing is, is just because the team is on Hard Knocks, there's no guarantee that uh, that certain players will be involved in the storylines. Because, like, remember when? Uh, who was it? The Raiders and like, but you heard nothing about like Josh Jacobs, like, because he wasn't like. He wasn't being open with his time or anything, and they didn't. Also, want to- too, you know what I heard? Also, too, that they, that they, he told his agent, like, "Listen, bro, if I'm about to be featured in this shit, bro, but they got to break me off." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Smart age, smart kid. Shout out to my cousin Josh Jacobs. He's half Filipino. It's got to be my cousin. Damn, we got a lot of news today. But yeah, but the top thing was the the Jets and Hard Knock. I wonder uh, what kind of stuff we're gonna get out of Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, I mean, this is this is this is New York. This is the big New York City city slicker Aaron Rodgers, bro. Let's go. You might see like all the double. How many taxi squad spots do you have? We bumped up our taxi squad. <laughs> Did he tell us uh, who he dropped? Did he tell us who he dropped? Here? No, no. He said one second. He's going to go check. Okay. Yeah. As <laughs> yeah, long as I, you don't say like CJ Mosley or Bobby Wagner or some crazy shit like that, man. Yeah. And, like, I'm wonder, and I'm wondering what, plat- what platform do you use too, man? Because like. Yeah, we, we, uh, we raised our taxi squad spots in each of these leagues because we, uh, we had seven when we started. Um, but that when we started, that was the max taxi squad spots that sleeper allowed. So we just maxed it out. It sounded like he was about to rap right there. It's the max taxi squads. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Point I was like, oh shit, we're rapping, we're battling right now. And uh, but yeah, so since then, Sleeper has raised it to where now that you can have more Taxi Squad spots. So we bumped it up to uh, to ten. And we have 50-something total, so that's why Because we, we ain't scared. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. He said Deron Payne, someone I dropped. Yeah, I mean, oh, we, we ain't tripping. Yeah. Oh, five taxi squad spots. That's why. Tell him to that Toodaloo, bitch. You should at least have as many taxi squad spots as you have rounds in the rookie draft, if not more taxi squad spots than that. It's good logic. And uh, Tino said, is this confirmed? I, I assume so because Bakes just said it right now. Um, Lee just sent us a bunch of the news, and that was the top thing on what, there. What? What am I missing? That the Jets are the the hard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. I saw that. Yeah, Adam Schefter, I guess, is one of the one of the people. But yeah, the Jets uh, look like the Jets. Uh, the Jets, what's it called? Um, social media posted as well, so. And they were one of the teams. There was like four teams that, because uh, there's like there's like rules on like how like if you have like a new coach or if you made the play if you made the playoffs the previous year anything like that. There's like three or four stipulations where you can opt out to where like you don't have to be involved in this. Jets were not one of those teams. I wonder, you think they're going to, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to have, like, some yoga sessions that they're going to be, like, recording. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a big story. What do you mean, do I think? (laughs) Duh. (laughs) They're going to be, they're going to be taking mud baths and and doing eucalyptus, eucalyptus leaf wraps. (laughs) They're doing it all, man. They're partying hard with A-Rod. Yeah, the only uh, a little the bit only, of a psychedelic potion growing around. The only year that I didn't watch was the Cowboys year. I don't so, ever watch it. It was so fucking boring. You want to know why I don't watch it? Ask me why I don't watch it. Why don't you watch it? Well, since you asked, <laughs> it was the Houston year, and it, when they when they did Texans. And DeAndre Hopkins was just balling, bro. And I had him everywhere in fantasy. He was balling. And then who do they do the next year? Do you uh, remember that? I cannot remember. I, I can't remember either because I know if I think I almost want to forget on purpose. And I know. I, 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 I would watch it like for my first five years of playing fantasy. I would watch the Hard Knocks and all that shit like that. And like, I, know, I, and I would, I would, I would gravitate towards these guys in fantasy, and they never worked except for DeAndre Hopkins. Fuck. Well, that, well, yeah, it's the hard. Oh, I think the Rams worked. I think you know, the Rams worked. I think the Rams broke that curse for fantasy because the Rams, when they did Rams hard knocks, that was a Sean McVay year, and they went crazy. But I, I, but even then, I wasn't watching it. Fuck them. Fuck the Rams. Fuck hard knocks. But I'll watch it this year. And Aaron uh, Rodgers. That's like Aaron Rodgers is my Sagittarius brother. Yeah, because I really think we need to do a hard watch, uh, hard knocks, like recap. A hard watch. Yeah, hard. That's watch. what we'll call it. <laughs> hey, you're tuning into another episode of Hard Watch. Uh, on, man. If you don't watch Hard Knocks, you don't see moments like oh, this. Do not feel like you're tired. Were you tired? Think of last year and think of that fucking record. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that fucking record. <laughs> that ain't us. We can make it. We got to believe. We got to be mentally strong. When we tired, that's when we got to put our fundamentals together. That's when we got to be more focused. 
When we turn, look across the field and see how tired they are. That should give you more effort. Be like, I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going to be fundamentally <laughs> strong. Everybody's great when they're not tired. The champions is when they tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you go piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog see. Let him on the fucking field. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry. I care about y'all. Oh, we know he's about to cry. That shit wasn't it. This is the first, this is his first trying. Like, no, nah, no. Nah. This is the first time the world saw it. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, everybody in that locker room, they're like, ah, oh, man, he's about to cry again. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all know I get emotional. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it Franchise it. record. You broke Barry Sanders' record. What does that mean to you? Uh, my great-grandfather died on me. I'll just dedicate this to him. I'll just proud. I'm just grateful to do this for him. My grandfather, he was 92, but I'm just grateful for him to be in my life, and I'm grateful to be able to play football and do this for him. So there's a lot of memories, a lot of emotion happening right now, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their pick the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. Packer right here. I saw you talking to Aaron Rodgers for quite a bit afterwards. I don't even watch TV, but I don't even watch TV. Hi, mom. I don't even watch TV. Oh man. Bye-bye. <laughs> here y'all talking. Hey, see the see, 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 there's a caveat. He said, I don't even watch TV, but I hear y'all talking. <laughs> he, he just listens to the TV. <laughs> oh man. He didn't say nothing about no rad no radio. <laughs> he listened to the radio. What up, big time? What's happening, big times? Let's change the game, big times, and shake the world up with a blockers. <laughs> hey, big times! I, I, I don't know what league it is, but I sent all, all kind of big, massive potential blockbusters out last night. Yeah. And here was here was another classic moment where we got to see Aiden Hutchinson get put on. All right, this is practice. There you go. There's your practice Monday. All right, get up here and give us a fucking song. For the rookie performances. Said he has an bonus. He's got to take everyone out. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Take you two. Right you fucked that right out of the game. <laughs> but see, that's probably the best thing that happened to him. You get that out. Get it out of the way. <laughs> Thank 
The kid is that bastard. moments from last year's Hard Knocks. And you know what? I, I ain't watching it. Last year, I don't know if anybody had more Jamal Williams than me. Because <laughs> I hated DeAndre Swift. And I was like, man, there's all dog in this mug. <laughs> and then, and, and then, he shit it on us. <laughs> in the playoffs. That son of a bitch. <laughs> his, I remember his last like eight game stretch. His uh, all the, uh, the yards for a carry and the average, everything was less, and targets was less than Swift. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, Jamal Williams just punching in down there. So like, I'm looking for like, I was looking for like that thirty yard game with two touchdowns. So, like, <laughs> come on, Jamal, he's balling us this whole time. Don't do it to me now. And every time you knew, he had everyone crying with him, didn't he? Every time he's going in, and they get they got the ball in some kind of goal line setting, he just comes in there crying. Yeah, that's, that's why they be, why they're so nervous, bro. <laughs> they tear, tears make tears make the ball slippery, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's are crying in the backfield before they even had it to him, because you know he's all about visualizing. You got to visualize success. So you already just, just start crying already because, you know, that's how he celebrates everything. Oh, he just man. cries when it's time to cry. He cries in, in, in times of joy. So you just don't ever not see him crying, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I've ever not seen him crying. Do a complete 180 and switch it up. Don't let these tears fool you. Nothing but dog in this. Roof. <laughs> Roof. <laughs> Buck like a dog. <laughs> oh man, Tina said Dan Campbell, like, is Jamal crying? Okay, put him in. <laughs> right? Right? He's like, Jamal, what's wrong with you? He's like, nah, I'm uh, just, just having a really weird day. Yeah. Because you ain't crying right now. <laughs> Something's going on here. <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> He's just being therapy, man. His therapist is hella happy. He's just running up and check. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> love my childhood. It's so great. My grandpa, man. I love it. Think about my grandma, man. <laughs> oh, man. And then, then my grandpa died, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's a part of life, you know. It's like Mufasa. It's a circle of life. And man, 92. What a life. What Hell a life. yeah. Yeah, I think he's a, um, you know, it's crazy. Him and Aaron Jones, they both got these crazy stories. Like, I think Aaron Jones is the twin. And remember Aaron Jones had it had uh he had uh he has his dad He was a cowboy killer. <laughs> he, he has his dad's his dad or grandpa, one of the two, his ash on his yeah. necklace. And he said that like he lost it one time in one of the games and one in Green time. Bay and like you know, Green Bay, the organization is is, is like super small that like the, the groundskeeper, the main groundskeeper, he was like, I'll find it. You know what I mean? Because he's the guy that takes care of the field for like hella years or whatever. Yeah, found and, it. You know what I mean? <laughs> because like, it was the thing is like, you know, it's grass and then you have the coils, you know, like a couple feet under and, and it, it was one of those cold nights, so it was heating. Super and, like, thin chain too, like it wasn't like a big ass thing. Yeah, it was, it was like a super, thing. yeah, super thin chain. Yeah, and it was like the size of a rice grain, whatever the fucking, the thing was, the thing that yeah. held that. Yeah, super. Or then the ash was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Because I remember when he showed it, he's like, yeah, they found it. It was like the next week or whatever. Yeah. Or no, he was on a the, one of the morning shows. That's what it was, telling the story and shit. Yeah, but it, uh, um, it's crazy because like my favorite. Uh, so Steamboat, he told me that his brother, right? His brother's one of those guys like he's just like an idiot savant like me. Like so, like and he, he just he'll attach things to like intangibles. Like for example. Uh, this is how his brother would think, right? Like, oh shit, okay, Dalvin Cook, where should he go? Man, he should go to Miami, homecoming, my Florida boy. You know what I mean? Like, he would put more emphasis on that. That right. has nothing to do with statistics or anything like that, right? Right. You know what I'm shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm trying to remember why I brought this up. What were we talking about? Oh, Aaron Jones, right? So Aaron Jones, right? He's the Cowboy fan, and he grew up uh, a because he's from Texas or whatever. And like he's a twin, and I don't know if his, I don't know what his twin does, but he he's always he's always been on record for saying that like when he plays football, like he, he's he's out there doing it for him and his brother. But so now with all that said, every t- when, whenever you see, you have a fan of a team, you've never seen them in the same place at the same time. What if they're pulling the old twin switcheroo during the game, someone more fresh? All right, and like and every time. The Aaron Joneses, <laughs> plural. <laughs> Every time they play the Cowboys, he destroys them, bro. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the time. It's like one Jones brother has the first half, the other one has the second half, or like he somehow sneaks away, you know, after the first quarter, and then the other one comes in. Oh my God, Tony Pollard is his twin. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's been hiding him this whole time. Yeah, Tina said I knew I liked Aaron Jones for some reason. I, I, I'm on record for saying this year, like Josh Jacobs of this year is Aaron Jones to me for where you're able to get him. Okay, look at this. I know Cleveland sucks historically. Yeah. The, the Browns. I don't know if anyone's aware of this. Spoiler alert. The Browns are terrible. 
And I also, I also know you guys are aware, Travis Kelsey is phenomenal. He is from Cleveland, grew up a Browns fan. Every time he plays them, destroys them. Just destroys them. I guess what's cool about Travis Kelsey is he destroys everybody. Exactly. That's why, you know, this one's like, but I'm just saying, though, there's the intangible factor here. Right? Okay. And office at ah, like Frank Gore Jr. and Frank Gore Sr. <laughs> Whoa. How, how? Show me a picture. Show me. Remember how you had the side by side picture thing? Yeah. Bro, those grandpas look like grandpa's grandson, bro. They're, they're like the. <laughs> Frank Gore looked older when he got drafted than he was when he retired, bro. So funny. It was the side by side of him and Ryan Fitzpatrick because they were both drafted in the same year. And Ryan Fitzpatrick definitely aged 20 years in those 20 years. Frank Gore looked looked younger <laughs> after he'd aged for 20 years somehow. He was probably one of those motherfuckers who like, looked like an adult like when he was like 14, though. <coughs> he was already the man of the house at age nine. You know what I mean? Just running, running shit, literally. See, see what I did there? Honestly, what <coughs> like Cook this year? He's running for his career. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be on on that. I, I'm in wow. fantasy. I'm. I, I just want him to go to to Miami and just call it a day. So at least like, and, and then it's not like anyone's gonna jump up and super high and get Cook. He'll still be a value, and he'll be in an offense. He's gonna get plenty of scoring. Situations and 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 even on the flip side of that, I can be annoyed that I, that he goes there because if I for all my Hill and Waddles, you know, if, if, if like Waddle, he I think he he had a he had uh oh, I heard I finally heard what they offered him. You ready for this? Yeah, two years, nine mil. Ha ha! But see, it was probably like six million guaranteed, and it's really a fugazi two years. It's just the one year, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's why he hasn't signed though, because that's less than a franchise tag too. Ha ha! Yeah, yeah for two years. <laughs> ha ha! But see, this is reality. This is a reality check. You know, what I'm saying pun intended. Hey, He's this is what you're worth. In, this He's is what you're worth in reality. That's why they call it a reality check. Ugh, I just made that up. Usually the top end running backs, they're going like two years, 12 mil. And that's kind of like if you're like the yeah, best and then you get like this there. you get like a three signing bonus, or you get like a six million signing bonus, and like and then like it's like eight million guaranteed, and then that then you're out after that first year. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's what I said. I bet, and that's what I said. I bet what he's gonna get uh capped at two years, 12 mil, and he said that he wants at least 10 and a half or 10.4. He wants to be right above the franchise. <coughs> hey, look at this. Smoked out. I'm, I'm excited to do this dumbass nerd fucking steamboat league. If you if you wanted to, I think there's one that's gonna make 14. There's one more, there might be one more spot. It's only 50 bucks, but it's like, you know, it's it's the whole the 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 the, the contracts salary yeah. cap. 
and it's it, and it's in dollar figure. It's not we're not like fantasy playing fantasy like oh we have three hundred thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. So it's like it is an auction draft to start. I'm like yeah. this son of a bitch got me in an auction draft, motherfucker. Yeah. And see, and, and Tito said, "Bro, what the fuck is this contract shit?" <laughs> it's gonna be fun. This <laughs> is gonna be hella fun. You got franchise tags and all this shit, man. And then, and then the franchise tags are gonna be the averages because he did he did this shit for his other league already. Uh-huh. And he's been, the, the, the league the league I was telling you where like you know it was like his dad's like like when well, he got into it from like his dad's guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy story. So that league. So what? Last year he sends me a link. Right, Steamo sends me a link. It was like some fucking article, and it was a a, a guy. He was uh, he was a veteran, and uh, he's like fifty something, or maybe something like, or maybe like forty something, and um, yeah, he just went home and killed his wife and himself. Oh. I think. Oh no, no, he killed his wife, and now he's in jail. I think, or in prison. And then like Steamboat's like, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I'm like, let me shoot this to clock. I mean, see if he knows this guy because like a military guy. And he's like, I go, I go, why'd you send me this? He's like, I know that guy. And I was like, yeah. He's like, he, that guy's in my league for like 10 years. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Crazy shit. So I think that, I, I think they were, they obviously replaced him. But then it was funny because they were like, as a, as a league having to start this guy's lineup. And this guy was like, I think he was like, you know, one of like the top three teams the last couple years. Like, you should never know, right? This guy's crazy. Tina said, I'm only signing one year deals. League minimums. Let me get my uncle Jerry suit on. <laughs> but see, but okay. Here's the thing, though. What's crazy is like yeah, I go with certain guys. Whoa! It's, it starts off with an auction league, and this is gonna set the market kind of. So say like you get like a quarterback for like a hundred dollars or something, or to say you get a quarterback for like two hundred fifty dollars, right? Mahomes or something, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, so a thousand is the auction budget. Yeah. Right. So okay. say you spend like 250 on Mahomes, right? This this pretty much gonna set the QB market moving forward. You know what I mean? Until like a rookie that comes up, you get for cheap and works his way up. Cause this is a startup. So like those top tier guys, this is what's gonna kind of set this market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's 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 in, and then then the first uh, the um uh, uh your leftover from the, the auction, that's your money in fab. For the year so it's like the first year is hella strategic and then you then of course you get replenished the, the following season yeah you know, the rookie draft and whatnot and then then whatever you don't know, spend in the rookie draft that's your money in fab that year yeah. like man how are you guys gonna do a dynasty auction draft it's gonna take and so it's only long. that's what i said and it's <laughs> like, no, we're not we're not doing it at at, at there no 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 i just mean yeah. in general we're not doing it at mansion we just, did, we just did. We just did. You already set it all up. It's already all set up. Like it's gonna go already. We like, just did guys. fifteen rounds, and it took three hours. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I said. I said. I said. Is this gonna be like a slow draft? He's like seven. This is like thirty, and I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm like, this is gonna be like four days nonstop. Like it's gonna have to stop at night or what? Like that's how it's a slow draft. So it's not technically a slow draft. It's just all day every day. Or maybe we're gonna put windows and tile. My house is gonna work. I'm like, we gotta start this now. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, and I got all kind of other shit going on. I'm like, I'm like, fuck dude. I'm like, this is kind of annoying. I said, I even, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Unless like you just Ted, uh, Big Ben said you'll have to talk to my agent Bogey for me. 
Dude, that would be awesome. I don't even need to be in the league per se. Just hire me as the agent to work the trades. And see, that's what that's what is cool about uh, about that show, Ballers. The Rock's an agent, you know, in there, and uh, so you get to see just nobody saying no to the Rock. Huh? He just gets up. Do we have a deal? <laughs> yes, sir, Mister Dwayne the Rock Johnson, sir. Tino said we should do a slow draft. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing: a dynasty auction draft. It will not be fast by any <laughs> like type of like. Definitely will not be fast. Um, it, I almost see what sucks is like you can't do auction successfully unless you're in person with not with someone declared as the auctioneer or on like sleepers the only one that I trust because you can't be like all on a Zoom or a fucking streamyard like his connection. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess you can because you have a buffer. I thought you said time. the league. I thought you said the league was on sleeper though. It is. But I'm just saying because I just like, you know, it's just annoying to be have like all day every day. I got to check for something, you know what I mean? And, and it's not just like, am I on the well, clock? See, that's what's like, different okay, about I might, like, a I, might, slow I might be like, you know what I mean? In the middle of something. Oh, like, I'm in right now. A slow I'm going to do it. I'm just saying it's going to be fucking annoying. You know what I mean? A slow draft versus an auction. I mean, because the auction, you have to pay attention all the time. That's what I'm saying. And so like you don't pay attention until it's your, t- your turn to pick. Like it's got to be like on the weekend or something, because like I'm I'm not gonna let it get in the way of my shows and stuff. Like unless like it's early on in the draft, I'll be like, yeah, fuck it, screw it. Let everyone see if everyone blows their load. Maybe I'll miss out on ten players. Yeah, especially with the with the dynasty. Like I don't know. I, I don't think anybody's gonna have any money left after this. <laughs> like you know what's crazy? It's like it's like with a dynasty startup and it's an auction. Okay. Someone could be like a dollar, AJ Dillon, and there might be like six people already. That's like, I'm not gonna have AJ Dillon, you know what I mean? Someone yeah. might go two dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's, it could be tip for tat like that, but then when you throw out a big name early, or not even a not even necessarily a big name, like a moderately big, like a T Higgins, somebody might be like, I fucking there's gonna be like there might be like six people that are like, okay, I want in on this T Higgins. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then three out of those six people might take it there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. And then, and then there's going to be one dropout, and then, and then someone gets away with T. Higgins for a little more than they, they probably should have. You know what I mean? Because yeah. early they have a lot of money, and there's no gauge on things yet. You know what I mean? It doesn't even matter when there is like a if game. I go Like if I go a dollar, a $5 Sky more, someone <laughs> might not even be out, baby. They'd be like, what the fuck? He's just going to go Sky more. You know what I mean? And it doesn't like, even matter if there is a gauge on things because – Especially when it's dynasty, like a couple players, like they the make the gauge becomes of the money, huh? Like who yeah, has so money? Like in the beginning, there may be some people who go for crazy, but then it's like some people maybe earlier gonna take that. You know, I'm only gonna go to this certain thing, and then so like certain players may go a little cheaper. But then when you start hitting tier breaks in players, it's like people start panicking. You know, like, oh, shit, if I don't get this player, like, I didn't get anybody in my top tier or top two tiers, you know, of this position. Then they start panicking, and then guys like that could go for more, you know, just because of the panic getting set in. Spend it! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's, the, that's the beauty and the curses of the auction drafts. <laughs> Man, this, I'm, I'm, I, it's funny because Steve, uh, I keep complaining. You know how I am. 
I'm the, the same way I've been. I'm, I'm with you. I've been with Steve. I'm like, man, so I'm shooting at the. I'm like, this is a 30 round. I'm just doing a slow jab, bro. What? This is like everything I'm arguing with. And he's like, listening to his response, bro, you're, you're going to be all right. You're going to kill it. Bro, I don't even need to worry about you. Just listen. You're all right, bro. You're going to be okay. Even then, only only 30 rounds. That's what I'm saying. But that's what he wants. He doesn't want it to be dry, though. That's, you know what I mean? That's his. He's a. It's funny because I love the idea of there's nothing out there. That's yeah. why I love the Hustler Leagues. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to trade. Forces trades. trades. What's up? Forces trades. Yeah. In, 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 invokes trades, induces, whatever word you want to use. Force. You know what I'm saying? Manipulates trades. Makes people more in, in, inclined to trade. You know what I mean? You, you're, able to, you're able to be like, hey, bro, you need a receiver or you need this or that XYZ player. And yeah, you can't get it out there. You know what I mean? You, you, that person knows that too. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be like, I'm, a, I'm just going to hit the waiver, bro. I hate that redraft people say that. Yeah. You take my chance on the waiver, bro. Yeah, or, that's, that's I'm going to see who I get off this waiver claim first, bro. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. My trade's going to be gone by then. Fired. <laughs> it's fired. Price is going up. Because <clears throat> I'm going to get the guy that you want. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think I'm going to pass on that grass. It sounds interesting, though. I'd love to see some of the, I want to hear some of the stories about yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, these uh, yeah, these auction drafts they have been getting fun though. Now you're gonna have to do some of these auction mocks with us, or you're not even gonna have your uh, your shit together for that. Yeah, it's like getting loaded. <laughs> My life has been an auction. <laughs> That's all I do all day, every day. Is about big auction. Like this is what? Big dead said price is always up when Bogey sends me something. <laughs> you're supposed to counter and take it down. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I the, the the way like it's like when he sends me something where he's like, hey, feel here, I want this player fill in the blank. I'm just doing that. I'm just beating him to the punch. Here, this is what this is what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. yeah, look, you know, it's a blockbuster shit. You know what I mean? Let's fucking shake the world up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Everybody on uh yeah, I mean, just the more and more that uh the more and more comments that come in about me and Big Tens is trade. Everyone's on the Big Ten side. There's only a few people that are on uh that said that I was uh, that, that said that I was the side that they'd want. You should then after a couple of days of that, right? Then put up a poll with the entirety of both of y'all teams, how your teams look. Cause then it's like it should add context. Now, who do you think won the trade just wow. the team? You know what I mean? Then it might even understand why one party or another made the did the move they needed. You know what I mean? To be maybe yeah, there was I, well, I even put I even put context like in the caption. Oh, you did. Okay. I also think people don't read the caption, even if it is like I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> most people read the caption. I would. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the pictures. Does it have moving pictures? <laughs> I like those. But uh, I also think that you know just the way that people value people is different, and we do this so much that I just value people a lot different than a lot of these casuals do. You know it's crazy. You got me fucked up, man. Ugh. I hate yeah. it. Fantasy, fantasy gods hate arrogance. What? It's like you know when you just if it's like, oh they got the projections up and then I start like <laughs> looking at my shit like oh shit bro I'm like the highest projector I'm like damn they're all these motherfuckers bro I'm like cut your hold on it don't mean nothing I'm like hold on we say we haven't even started the war yet 
They'll say, don't go, don't, don't go to count. We ain't counting nothing. This ain't nothing. We, we, we know who we are. I'm just like, why, why does that have to do that? Because like, I'm always like, you know, we're always, I'm always, it's, I'm always competing against you. I'll project it just as much, bro. I'm like, no, don't. There's a way to win the game. Don't cheat. Hello? You play to win the game. <laughs> and uh, Chris, I think we do a show called Hard Knockers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could do that, Chris, but you're going to have to supply the women, though. <laughs> I, I'm a one-woman man. I'm there on business. <laughs> I'm there in means of fantasy. And Big Ten said if more even turns into uh, into a backup flex spot, uh, I think Hustler wins. Uh, but pretty fair, yeah. I mean, both. Of, I mean, him and Robert Woods, like those. I feel like because I'm go- more going for it right oh, now. Right, you got D- what was it again? DJ Moore, Robert Woods. No, 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 no. It was uh, I, I sent away uh, Pittman mm-hmm. and Anal Zone and like a fourth rounder for. Aaron Jones, Bobby Trees, Elijah Moore. Who the hell was the other person? There's one other person. Right, Elijah. No, I mean, shit. And oh yeah, and then Huntley got got the backup. That's funny because you remember, man, it's probably like, man, this is right when Elijah Moore got traded to Cleveland. I went on a rampage trying to acquire hella Elijah Moore, like, and just just casually throwing him in as like a throw-in. Yeah, I came up on a on a couple of shares. Elijah Moore almost soured the entire deal because, like, I, I wanted like because he's not coming off any of his top end like wide receivers, but like that. Who does he cool. got over there? Like, uh, let's see. But yeah, it was. Uh, so I told him, <laughs> I was like, it has to be Elijah Moore or Cortland Sutton coming back. I was like, I got to get one of those guys. Those guys are not your top guys. I, I, that's crazy because I, I would have been like, it's got to be Elijah Moore. Cortland Sutton would have soured it for me. <laughs> but I'm not mad at the idea of getting a piece of that offense if I think like Russ is, is, could, could be a 4,500-yard passer. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has Garrett Wilson and he has uh, D-Hop. It's funny, he took D-Hop out of the starting lineup because he only he was projected zero. So <laughs> everyone's putting in their best lineup. We got to show what we got, <laughs> at least right now. Everyone wants Oh, to did, did I send my lineup over there? In number seven? Yeah. yeah that I was the one where you, had, uh, where you had the highest projection. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had the Tyree Teal in there. That's right. Yeah, yes, that, let, but, but like, no, you know what I mean? I don't know if everyone said theirs yet, then maybe because maybe, maybe someone's superseded me now, but yeah, man. Yeah, man I, got, I got a I'm lot. Playing, of- I'm playing a very dangerous game over there. I, I only got two QBs, but at least I got like the backups for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so here's my here's my starting lineup I got Jackson and Prescott, Eckler and Aaron Jones, Diggs, McLaurin, Lockett. Um, it's funny. I got three tight ends in there right now: Goddard and Joku and Komet. But like, here's the other guys who could potentially turn into something. Uh, Bobby Trees, Haji's back. You gotta Raheed, put in Elijah Moore, Raheed Shahid, and Elijah Moore. Komet's just projected higher than Elijah Moore is right now. It's the only. Oh one. yeah! Oh yeah! Right now we're all pissing, right? We're all pissing. <laughs> <laughs> and that league is talking so much. <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? I'm not even involved in any of it right now. That's, that's the hilarious part. I'm usually me like I'm in the middle of everything. 
And I got I got some solid guys in the taxi. I got Reed in the taxi, so and A Chain and Charbonnet. So I mean, I got a handful. Oh, you're nasty guys. over there. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, so you got some second half potential. Some poten- yeah, so you don't even want Cook to go to Miami. I wouldn't. <laughs> not right now. I'm not in the <laughs> right. And uh, what is it? Oh, oh, he see, he, tra- oh, he later traded D Hop uh, for Zay Flowers and Pacheco. Okay, yeah. So that's how Big Tons got a little stronger over there for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pacheco, yeah, a lot better in the uh, in the flex than whoever you had before there. Well, I mean, not Aaron Jones, but whoever you had there after you. you know, if you're in, if you're in Dynasty and you're like, okay, we, is, is Big Tons a startup? I mean, a startup a, a rebuild? No, right. He's trying to. He's, he's going to war, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he's going to war. I think almost everybody is in this one. Like he wasn't trying try to give. Me, he wasn't trying to give me. Uh, like the only one who I think is rebuilding is Crispy. <laughs> I feel like everybody, everybody else is like in the mix of this. Man, no, I was already. I was looking around. I'm like. Kind of slim to make moves here. Uh oh, Bernie Mac trades the flash Evan Ingram for Devin White. What the fuck? Hey, Bernie Mac still has the juice. Huh? He's, he has the ability to push trades through. I don't like that. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he was the one that he did last year. Yeah, I know, but this year is different. Oh, okay, good, good, thank you. Like yeah, I don't that I don't have any. Uh, I, there's no co commissioners. It, it, it's crazy. That, that's a crazy trade. But it's like he's he, he had the flash has been had Devin White on the block since like the beginning of this league for some reason. Never, and I would send him shit, he would just re- reject everything. Fucking Evan Ingram, what is this? Flash is stupid. Crispy said, uh, Would you give up a first for Kamara? Um, I mean, not right now, especially with all the shit, you know. I mean, he still could get, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not buying Kamara for a first, I'm yeah. selling him for a first. Probably still want more than a first, depending on. I would how sell them. I would sell them for a second and a bunch of picks, even. Because that's what I sent you, crispy. And Big Ten said, "Funny thing is, I didn't have a terrible lineup, but after all the trash talk, I just wanted to make a bunch of trades, piss off J Mac. I mean, that's that's how you do it, though. That's how you make your teams better. Like one of the ways is trading. I don't like that Devin White trade, man. Fucking a. That's like, uh, he flipped fucking the shit out of. Uh, Flip the shit out of every Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, he's fucking hyped off of it. <laughs> yeah. And, cause see, Bernie Mac, oh, see, but that's the thing, too, is, like, Bernie Mac, he's made trades with the Flash before. They, they don't – Bernie Mac, has, okay, that's the only time you'll see, like, it's like a trade where – I see Bernie Mac still clearly wins that trade. Like, like I always see his trades. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, they don't do those – he doesn't do those, like, oh, I just let the guy rape himself trade. You know what I mean? With the Flash. Do you see he the was, other flash last year a couple times actually? Like, it was like a Keenan Allen. It was like Keenan Allen and Godwin or something like that. I was like, damn, he just blessed the flash. It was like it was crazy. Did you see the other trade that uh, that happened? Christian Kirk for a first. So not sure how, but so Conrad Twitty or SD Riders has Conrad Twitty's first. I can't remember what trade happened or like whatever. <laughs> then he sent him his own first back for Christian Kirk. I didn't really like it, but I mean, guy, he needed a receiver. I would have sold him 
fucking Mike Williams for a first. <laughs> Chris, I guess Christian Kirk's still fairly young. What is he? Twenty seven. Oh, Banks is trying to make moves over there. I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't. And number seven. I, I didn't like the trade that Banks sent me. That one wasn't even one where we were dancing on uh, on that one. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I mean, I was looking at Banks. I mean, I, I mean, I wanted to dance a little bit, but I. Okay, I there's a I don't know I think I, I think I just I'm ready to go to war I don't think anyone's gonna dance with me anymore in that league <laughs> I'm a track yeah because uh because now I mean the thing is is like it needs to be the right trade partner it can't be like everyone trading to like <laughs> like get better and like beat everybody like there has to be some yin and yang on like some people actually rebuilding you know, and someone buying. I've been picking to choose it. That's it. That's why you don't see me like. I mean, you see all the top heavy teams don't work with me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because you're going for it too. So it's like you know you're yeah. not give up. Well, I mean, that's why me and Big Tons. I mean, it took a mutually beneficial you know trade. He really needed you know a top end uh, wide receiver. I needed somewhat of a top end running back, and you know the couple sprinkles of other things that were in there. <laughs> so you get you gave him the pit man's anal zone. <laughs> man, I love Anal Zone, man. He's so good. Get in the zone. <laughs> Anal Zone. <laughs> so good, man. But uh it's luckily, almost like we made him good, huh? I mean, he he was good before we started doing the anal zone drive. Oh, yeah, he was. I, yeah, because you're right. Because I think it was thick that Thanksgiving. It was 2020, Day where he really like started yeah. putting. Well, I mean, you're right because it was the Thanksgiving Day game when we gave him that. It was Thanksgiving last year when we started calling him the anal zone. Yeah. When I when I dubbed him that, I was like, oh shit, the fucking the, the he was already the anal zone, but it was the song, the get in the zone, the anal zone. <laughs> Damn it, I'm on the clock in so many of these places right now. I probably am too, man. Yeah. Let me go check. Yeah, let's we're gonna shut this down. Okay, yeah, I'll win. Yeah, yeah. We've been going for for two hours. So yeah, we uh, appreciate you guys rocking with us. And we'll be back for FNT in like two and a half hours. It's going down. And what do we got? We got the box break tonight. We need people to uh, take up some of these teams. We only got a handful of teams taken. Some of the guys who are normally in it uh got out of it. And, um, yeah, I'm going to send out a bunch of messages and, like, the people who've been in it the last couple weeks, they might not be joining in live. But, uh, yeah, the teams are going to fill up. Ten bucks a team. We got the Don Russ Elite Blaster Box, a Don Russ Blaster Box, and a 2022 Panini Chronicles Draft Picks Blaster Box as well. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good mix. All right, Bake said he'll take the Packers and the Falcons. There we go. Couple teams getting locked in. Falcons and the Packers. All right. Sounds good, Bakes. All right. We'll see you guys in a couple hours back for FNT. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever. The night they played the Titans.